This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson. The greatest shift in our understanding of Parkinson's disease in recent years has probably come in the realm of genetics. We used to think genetics played no role in Parkinson's, but over the past decade, we've gained a keener appreciation for genetic susceptibility. Now, a major new study summarizing data from thousands of patients has elevated the role genetics plays in Parkinson's that much further. The study identified six new loci, or genetic neighborhoods, that confer risk for Parkinson's. That's significant because it changes the Parkinson's genetic map, expanding the genetic neighborhoods Parkinson's researchers want to study from 22 to 28. The National Institute on Aging's Dr. Mike Knowles explains. Say your genome was the United States, and we've identified six cities or six loci that impart risk of Parkinson's disease. And some of these loci are very small towns that are only one street, you know, and other of these are major cities that encompass a number of streets. Imagine being on Google Maps. What Knowles and the other researchers involved in the study have been able to do is give us a new street-level view of the disease that's revealed six new neighborhoods of interest. The next challenge will be to get closer still to identify the specific genetic address. We've identified the city, maybe the block that the house is on, but we don't know which house is causative. Finding those houses, those specific locations that trigger Parkinson's, is crucial for two reasons. First, Knowles, along with other geneticists, believe that a far higher percentage of Parkinson's disease than we once thought, as much as 20 to 30 percent, has a genetic basis. And second, giving scientists a better map means they have that many more precise destinations to explore in the search for new treatments. We're looking at a handful of new regions and new biological information that we can use to inform our knowledge of disease pathways and genetic risk that eventually, and this is our big hope, that one day will really inform some type of treatment or a path to a treatment. The study is also significant because it represented a huge collaborative undertaking by a variety of universities, government institutes, and foundations that pooled together data from over 13,000 patients and 95,000 controls. It's an approach that Knowles and others believe points the way to greater success in the future. This is a huge scale. This is uh, by far the biggest study in Parkinson's disease ever conducted, to my knowledge at least. And uh, it really came from, you know, bringing uh, together a lot of groups, some of which, you know, were uh, all competing against each other. As we all know, academics and uh, research is quite a competitive field, particularly in genetics. And we all came together and just put the science forward. And it really shows the strength that, you know, uh, big data and complex analytics really help to inform biology. And you can read more about the study and the latest on genetics and Parkinson's disease research at michaeljfox.org. I'm Dave Iverson. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org.